Can you learn to speak in tongues by listening to others in church? Let's find out. Has the Father sent me, so send I you to bear witness of me in spirit and truth. Can you learn to speak in tongues by listening to others in church? No. Genuine speaking in tongues cannot be learned by listening to or mimicking others in church. Speaking in tongues, which should be more accurately called praying in tongues, is an activity that finds its origin in the person of the Holy Spirit living within us. The first record of speaking in tongues accompanied the arrival of the Holy Spirit to indwell believers on the day of Pentecost. Acts 2.4 tells us all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Speaking in tongues is a Spirit-enabled activity, not mere human action. Note the order of this first incidence of tongues. First, the Holy Spirit, who had been with them since they had believed on Jesus, came into them in a new and special way. Second, it was only after the Holy Spirit had already filled them that they began to speak in tongues. The Holy Spirit used their lips, mouth, tongue, and vocal cords, but He, the Holy Spirit Himself, provided them with the words to speak. They did the speaking, and the Holy Spirit provided the words. This is genuine speaking in tongues. Have you ever spoken in tongues? Let me know in the comments below. The people gathered together on the day of Pentecost did not need to hear the disciples speaking in languages of the nations where they lived. They did not need to hear them, because even though they all had their own languages and dialects, they also all spoke a common language. That is why Peter was able to stand up and speak in one language to all of them and explain, these men are not drunken as you suppose. The reason the Holy Spirit had them speak in tongues was because he wanted to supernaturally announce that a significant event was taking place. The Holy Spirit of God was coming to indwell his spiritual temple in a parallel way to how he had come into the temple built by Solomon 1,000 years earlier. The Holy Spirit supernaturally gave the disciples the words to speak, and they spoke in those languages. Not the gospel, they spoke the wonderful works of God, also known as praise. They were praising God, telling the story of what God had done in languages they had not learned. If they had been preaching the gospel, there would have been no need for Peter to preach since they would have all understood in their own language the same message Peter later gave. 1 Corinthians 14.2 makes it clear that speaking in tongues is speaking to God, not to men. So on the day of Pentecost, the disciples were not speaking in tongues to the crowd. They were speaking in tongues to God and the crowd was overhearing them praise God in languages they had not learned. The gospel was preached in the common language known to all the people, probably Greek, since due to Alexander the Great 300 years earlier, the Greek language and culture was forced upon all the people. The fact that they were praising God rather than preaching the gospel is supported by Paul's insistence on the interpretation of tongues in 1 Corinthians 14 verses 13 to 17. Therefore one who speaks in a tongue is to pray that he may interpret. 
For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unproductive. What is the outcome then? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my mind. I will sing with the spirit, but I will sing with the mind also. For otherwise, if you bless God in the spirit only, how will the one who occupies the place of the outsider know how to say the amen at your giving of thanks, since he does not understand what you are saying? For you are giving thanks well enough, but the other person is not edified. Paul indicates here that the person speaking in tongues is blessing God in the spirit and giving thanks to God, which is another form of praise. This matches both 1 Corinthians 14.2, tongue speaking not to men but to God, and Acts 2.11, we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty deeds of God. In both cases, tongues are to God and not to men, which disproves the assertion that they were preaching the gospel in tongues. But why? Why speaking in tongues? Tongues are communication with God through the spirit rather than the mind. Because although our spirits are born again through faith in Jesus Christ, our minds still need to be renewed by the Spirit of God until that which is perfect has come. The Bible talks about it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am known. When that which is perfect has come, we will no longer see through a glass darkly, but we will see Jesus face to face. When that which is perfect has come, we shall no longer know in part but shall know even as we are known. We still see through a glass darkly. We still know in part. So that which is perfect has not yet come. What is perfect is the return of Jesus. When Jesus returns, we will see him face to face and no longer see through a glass darkly. When Jesus returns, we shall know completely and not in part. Speaking in tongues is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit who is alive and in us. The Holy Spirit can still give us words to use to speak not unto men, but unto God. But why? To bypass the limitations and prejudices of our human minds that still need to be renewed and are still subject to the lusts of the flesh. And to enable us to communicate directly and intimately with God spirit to spirit. So speaking in tongues is a tool the Holy Spirit gives us to enable us to pray with our spirits. We speak and he provides the vocabulary. Tongues are a language God understands. Many sincere people who desire for others to be blessed in the Holy Spirit have made a mistake of trying to get people to prime the pump by repeating certain syllables over and over again. This is not the way to help someone who desires the fullness of the Spirit. Jesus said, If you then, being evil, meaning that we all still have a sinful nature, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? 
It is God's will for every born-again believer to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. It is also God's will for every Spirit-baptized believer to pray in tongues as a regular part of their personal communion with God. The first step, after you are born again, is to ask the Heavenly Father for the gift of the Holy Spirit and to receive it by faith. The second step is to be willing to allow the Holy Spirit to give you words to speak in prayer and praise that do not come from your mind or understanding. The third step is when the Holy Spirit does begin to give you such words to have faith to speak. No human being, no matter how sincere their intentions, can do this for you. You can only genuinely speak in tongues when you receive words from the mind of the Holy Spirit and not from your human intellect. Many have testified that after having prayed for the baptism in the Holy Spirit, nothing seemed to happen immediately. But later on, as they were praying and worshiping the Lord, strange words began forming in their minds and an urge to speak them forth. This is an agreement with the scripture where Jesus said the Holy Spirit would be like rivers of living water flooding up within you. It is important when you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and these new sounds that make no sense to your mind that you react in faith instead of fear or doubt and to speak as the Holy Spirit enables you. Remember, on the day of Pentecost, they spoke as the Holy Spirit enabled them. Everywhere you go, I'll go there before you. Every time you speak, my words will be there. Even if you fall, my hand will uphold you and guide you home. Though the gates of hell may open against you and the lion seeks to devour your soul, put your trust in me, I'll never